What up, motherfucker? Welcome to Table for One Dumb Boy, episode nine. I am back, motherfucker. I'm back with a vengeance. I'm back with the fury of a thousand fires inside of me or something. Something fucking cool that somebody way cooler has said before me. I'm fucking feeling it. And I am fucking back. I am in this goddamn studio I built with my goddamn bare hands. It feels good to be back, baby. It feels good to be back. Some things have happened since I last uh, recorded an episode. Some not-so-good things. But I've been learning to deal with my anxiety a little bit better. And I turned it... I turned... I turned a bad thing into a good thing, is what happened. And that's really, that's all, you, that's all you can really do, you know what I mean? It's been good. I got this studio set up finally. This is the first episode I'm putting out that I'm recording in the fucking studio. Boy, I got it set up. I'm fucking, I'm lean back fucking talking right now, just comfy as fuck. We're going to get some guests in here now. We're going to get a real legit operation going, and we're going to, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna like what you hear. It's like Men's Warehouse, but for podcasts, you're gonna like the way you listen to me talking to you. That's how that's gonna go. You may hear some dogs barking in the background. You may or may not, but if you do, I guess get used to it. I hear it all fucking day, day in day out. It's fine. I just love that every single fucking person that I live around has a goddamn dog. And I like dogs. I'm more partial to dogs than I am cats. But, uh, man, when they all bark in unison, it really does something to your brain that you start thinking things you don't want to be thinking. I would never hurt a dog. I have a dog of my own. He doesn't live with me because I know that I can't take care of him, and I don't feel like paying 300 fucking dollars for a deposit to have my dog shit all over my place, to be quite frank with you. Anyway, we're going to catch up. Uh, I'm going to catch you guys up on my life for what's been going on with me. That's what you want to hear, right? That's why you listen. You listen for me. God bless you for it. So, I've been in my new place for almost two months now. Things have been going great. I love this place. It's fucking perfect. It's like so close to where I do stand up. You know, I don't got to drive as far anymore. I got my. Like I said, I got my studio set up now. It's very comfortable. Like, I got my... It's, like, legit, baby. It's as legit as it's gonna get anyway. So, things have been going good. I had gotten a raise at work, which I had mentioned on a previous episode, which was great. Then, I go into work about a week ago. A week to this day, actually. And I have this stupid fucking white rapper wannabe dude that was my manager. And I'm using that term loosely because the guy doesn't do shit. He fired me for something. I don't want to get into it too much. It's uh, it's embarrassing to get fired when you're nearly 30. And um, what I feel happened was I'm a man that could admit when I, I'm, I have done something wrong. I did something... That was uh, wrong, but also not a fireable offense, especially for somebody like me that has been working for this place as long as I have. I never call in. 
I come in and I do my job. I was, I was one of the best employees there. And this guy, I didn't even get a fair trial. This guy was like, you don't work here anymore, blah, 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 that's it. And he was on some kind of power trip, I guess, because I, I don't know. I guess he has this false sense of uh, superiority over people. Like, um, I don't know where he gets that from because he certainly doesn't do shit. But that's fine. You know, I panicked a little bit. I was in a little bit of a panic about it. Uh, you know, because I got this place to pay for. Uh, and I was like, what am I going to fucking do now? I got to do something. So, you know, I took a deep breath and I was like, okay. I know, I know enough people that work in the service industry in Birmingham where I can secure a job. Money won't be a problem. That'll be fine. And that's a, good, that's a very fortunate thing for me to have. I don't take that for granted. Um, so, you know, went and looked for some jobs. Turns out I find one that has exactly what I need, which was I needed one with benefits too. Guess what? It pays $2 more than I was making. In fact, in the goddamn interview, the guy was like, uh, you make how much there? And you work there how long? It's like, yeah, they were fucking you, dude. So, yeah, I'm going to call the company by name that I was working for, Pies and Pints. Uh, fuck you. Guys, if you're listening to this, don't eat there. I put on a mask saying they were good for the entire time I worked there. They're not. They're fucking disgusting. They have idiots that work there that are fucking gross. They don't wash their hands. The guy that fired me jerks off in the bathroom, thinks I don't know. He jerks off in the bathroom and doesn't wash his hands. Um, hopefully one day he can... Fulfill his dream of being a shitty white rapper. He can be the next Lil White. That'll be good for him. That's what we need, another Lil White. He can come up in here sounding like this. Remember this classic ditty from back in the day? Every time I think, every time I used to see this guy at work, I would think about this song. Just a disgusting fucking, probably like always in court and bragging about it type of guy. Just some fucking loser. Good lord. Go on this is for you, uh, I'm not gonna call you by name, but you know who the fuck you are. Here's your favorite song of all time, probably. Fucking loser. Anyway, so yeah, that happened. But things do get better. Uh, they have gotten better. Uh, something very funny happened to a coworker I used to work with at Paws and Ponce told me. Uh, you know, I was mad. I was upset. Um, uh, I've gotten better about acting out and making a big fucking scene about it. Normally, like 10 years ago, I probably would have taken to social media about it on Facebook and, you know, said, fuck you and called him by name and... God knows what, but I mean, uh, this time I got on Twitter and I tagged Paws and Ponce and I said, hey, Paws and Ponce, uh, I found cum on my pizza in your Birmingham location. What should I do about that? All right. So, yeah, haha, that's funny. Uh, the thing about that is whenever you tag Paws and Ponce on Twitter, and feel free to use this to your... Uh, liking if you're listening to this in fact i encourage all of you to do this get on twitter and tag pies and pots and say something very disparaging about it tell them you film cum on your pizza or uh, a toenail or hair or something because here's what happens when you do that whenever you tag pies and pots on twitter and say anything 
There are TVs all across the bar there that has a live stream of Twitter tags on it. So <laughs> I had put, hey, Pies and Pints, your Birmingham location uh, had, gave me a pizza that had come on it. So that is on every TV in the Pies and Pints store <laughs> all across the country. And uh, I thought that was hilarious. I got a really good kick out of that. Um, coworker told me that today, actually. He told me that it was on the TV and uh, the GM wasn't a fan of it. Were you not a fan of it? Yeah, that's great. I wasn't a fan of y'all cutting me off and not even talking to me about it. So don't really give a fuck if you liked it or not. Um, So yeah, guys, get on Yelp, get on Twitter, do what you want to do. Rip into these people because they are terrible people and they were trying to give me an ethics speech, but um, they don't have any ethics. They're just bad people. They all uh, are fucking disgusting. Uh, the guy that fired me, uh, his name is John. He sexually harasses women at work and uh, is actively fucking the GM there. That's how he still has a job. I got a call from a coworker this morning from there. I woke up to this beautiful news. Uh, not that he got... Okay, I'll say this. The coworker that called me messaged me on Facebook and he said they fired me. Um, that's not good news for anybody. I, I, I thought that sucked for them. I, uh, I hated it for them. But uh, it turns out um, what had happened was we had a Bluetooth speaker in the kitchen. And yesterday, this happened yesterday, um, the coworker had told me yesterday that when he was at work, he had gotten to work before John, the guy that fired me, the, guy, the little white. We'll call him a little white. I don't want to say Lil John. Yeah, we'll call him Lil White from now on. So Lil White barges in while uh, my former co-worker that had gotten fired is using the Bluetooth speaker. He takes, he's like, I'm taking this now. And the guy was like, well, well I'm using it, man. Uh, the, uh, so-and-so, another co-worker, had bought it and said that I can use it anytime I want to, so I'm using it now. It's not yours. I'm sorry, but I'm using it. He was like, I'm sorry. That's not how it works. I'm the boss. It's like, well, that is, you know, that's not how it works because you're, you're actually, uh, I don't know where you come from, but uh, if you want somebody to fucking respect you, you don't talk down to them like that. Because when you talk down to people, it makes them resent you and make them, it makes them want to do the opposite of what you ask them to do. If you are respectful and break it down and if somebody does something wrong, you, you tell it to them how they do it, they improve on it because... Uh, you talk to them with respect, and the last thing they would want to do is let you down, so they work their best to make you happy. So when you're going around in your baggy fucking pajama pants you roll out of bed in every fucking day and walk around with a clipboard not doing shit, nobody fucking respects you. I got news for you, man. Nobody there fucking respects you, and we all made fun of you behind your back. Nobody there respects or fucking likes you. So anyway... They got into it and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, you're not fucking taking it. Maybe, maybe the guy that got fired should have, you know, just brushed it off or whatever. But, I mean, he was being unreasonable, too. So, like, I can't fault him for that. Anyway, the dude I worked with that got fired comes in the next morning is knocking on the door. He can hear Lil White putting the, the truck up in the, in the freezer he keeps knocking. The guy's not answering. He's banging, screaming, let me in. Uh, Lil White comes to the door and says, don't bother clocking in. You don't work here anymore. And then 
I, I I guess he thought that was a fireable offense. Now you now you see what uh, kind of a power trip this fucking bozo's on, firing people for shit like that. You're ruining people's lives, you fucking idiot. What kind of person do you fucking think you are? What what kind of fucking nerve do you have? Go fuck yourself. But it gets even better because this this pissed that guy off and. Basically, Lil Wyatt decided he was going to get a, uh, some backbone and start talking shit to this guy, who is huge, by the way. He's a huge guy that, you know, I never talked shit to this guy because I thought he would whoop my ass if I, uh, if I did. This guy dry, rode a bike to work, and he's, like, walking by, um, and the guy's just sitting, Lil Wyatt's sitting there talking shit to him and talking shit, and this guy doesn't have it, and he beats the fuck out of him. So basically, I woke up to the news that this dude beat the shit out of this guy that fired me. And it's like, you know what goes around comes around. I hope you're enjoying that, you're enjoying that black eye, you know. Also, Lil White fought back, so hopefully you use your fucking, uh, you lose your job over that. I really hope you lose your job over that, John. Because if you do, mark my fucking words, you will not get a fucking job in any kitchen in Birmingham. I will fucking see to it. You will not fucking work, and you'll fucking go penniless, you piece of shit. Hope you learned your fucking lesson. Watch your fucking mouth talking to people, for starters. I would say start there. Definitely watch your fucking mouth. Because the way you talk to people, that ain't going to be the fucking last time that happens. You getting your fucking... You getting a black eye is the least of your fucking worries. You keep talking shit to people like that. Fuck you. Everything turned out fine, though. A lot has happened since I last recorded. Started seeing a therapist. This really was a blessing in disguise. I'm not just saying that to be in denial about it. Like, I needed to leave there. It was stressing me out. I was, uh... I was wanting a vacation. I got it now. I got a, a, exactly a week vacation. I start this new job Monday. I'm very excited about. Um, started seeing a therapist... Which, uh, mm, I don't know about this lady, man, to be honest. Uh, she, <laughs> she's very nice. I'll say that. She's very nice. So I go on my first appointment. And we're talking. She's getting to know me like you do and all that stuff. And she's a very nice lady. Uh, and my thing is, I need medication for my anxiety. I'm not talking about Xanax or Klonopin. I need to put on Zoloft or something to help with that, like some kind of antidepressant. And that's what I'm ultimately looking for, but I want to talk about my feelings, too, with somebody, a professional, preferably, and while also, you know, doing what I know. I know myself enough to know at this point, I've done this before. I, 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 it's time to take the leap into trying medication out at the very least. I think I need it personally starting to get this vibe from her that she doesn't believe in medication because <laughs> um, she seems to flat out refuse to give it to me um, not like I go in there like I need I've got my hair for medicine I'm not open to anything else you give me the fucking medicine or I'm fucking leaving lady it's not like that it's just like I'm hinting at yeah but like hopefully the 
the ultimate end game in this thing is I will be put on medication and I will be talking to you weekly about my feelings because I've, I've, I've been to two visits so far and have gotten ultimately nothing out of it. You know, I handled my getting fired on my own. Uh, I got fired on the day of my appointment with that therapist too. So she didn't really help me with that, honestly. She gave me some good advice, sure, but I'm, I'm, I'm really concerned about her because a lot of my time spent in here is... Me being very uncomfortable while she goes on a diatribe about how much of a hero Donald Trump is. And I don't get political on here. I don't like Donald Trump. I think he's a fucking monster. Um, It's insane that he's our goddamn president. But, I mean, I won't go any further than that. But this lady fucking loves him. Like, she spent, I don't, I think saying a half hour of my hour today is being a little too fucking exaggerated but i mean she spent what felt like a good 15 to 20 minutes on it and i'm paying this lady i i i know about donald trump i have my own opinion about him i don't need to be sitting i mean i didn't even really talk much the lady was just like yeah you know in fact if you if you knew this i don't know if you knew this about him but he's a fucking hero and uh he um he uh he's very smart uh she was saying like he uh I don't know, like his, uh, um, dealing with like North Korea. She was talking about North Korea or something. I don't know. She didn't know what she was talking about. It didn't seem like to me. She was talking about how he's handling like relations with foreign countries really well, which is not what he's doing at all. He's about to fucking get us killed. It seems like to me, uh, from what I'm seeing in the news, I don't claim to be a fucking expert on it, but I just, I'm paying this lady 25 bucks to read me my high school, what people I went to high school was Facebook feed, basically, is what this is feeling like. And that's not even the thing, like the whole crazy thing about it either that that makes me uncomfortable. Um, You know, you have to be honest in these things, and I've been on, I was honest, you know, about my feelings and everything, and she's asking what I do. I told her I do stand up, you know. And boy, I swear you would think I made this up just to be funny, but she's like, oh, stand up. Me and my husband went to go see, I don't know this guy's name, but he's a genius. And I know some of you, you have it on the tip of your tongue. You know who I'm about to fucking say. I want to see if you can guess it. I'm going to give you some time to guess it. But she said her and her husband went to see this guy. He's so, so funny and so brilliant. He's a genius. He's the guy, she's like, what's his name? He's the guy with, uh, he's got the dead terrorist puppet. And I'm like, Jeff Dunham, please don't say Jeff My therapist is a Trump supporter that loves Jeff Dunham. And I'm a fucking anxiety-ridden, depression-ridden stand-up comic. This is not a very good match, I don't feel like. Um, I don't want (laughs) to, I don't want to just dis- discredit this whole thing right out the gate, but uh, those are two very big strikes. I would say strike two and you're out on that. Um, well, strike three's the fucking medicine thing, so I mean, now what the fuck do I do? Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. She loves Jeff Dunham. Loves the guy, and I don't know. My girlfriend told me that I should... Go to a primary care physician about it. 
And I think that's just what I'm going to have to do. I mean, it would be nice to just talk to a fucking therapist, too, but why? Can I just find a therapist that's not a fucking Trump-supporting Jeff Dunham fan? If you guys know any, I will gladly take recommendations in the Birmingham area. I looked her up on their database, too, her name. And she's not even in their system, so this is starting to get real interesting. Very curious what the deal is with this. I'm starting to get a little bit concerned. I don't know. It's funny, though. It's funny. <laughs> I'm getting a kick out of it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take a break for a minute. Uh, but yeah, while I do that, I'm going to play a song by a band I really like called Harlem. This is from their album Hippies. They haven't put any other albums out. I guess they're done. Um, I forgot what year this came out. It came out in 2010, and they haven't put anything out since. It's a shame. They're really good. Um, but yeah. I'm going to play a song by them. This song is called Someday Soon by the band Harlem from their album Hippies. was Harlem with Someday Soon from their album Hippies from 2010. Real shame that uh, they haven't put anything out since then. It's a real bummer. I fucking love that album. I suggest you check it out. Uh, 
they're in the same camp as Ty Siegel and Michael Cronin and stuff like that. Ty Siegel, who I'm going to see tomorrow night, finally. I'm very excited about it. Going to see Ty Siegel at Saturn. My buddy Scotty, Scotty Lee's band GT is opening for him. Very good. Very big for them. Very happy for GT and Scotty. And Scotty's just a real nice dude. He's the he's that dude everybody in Birmingham knows. Just a cool fucking dude. Just smokes weed and fucking got tattoos, drives a motorcycle. He's just a free spirit, man. The movie Easy Rider reminds me of Scotty Lee so much. I'll have to play some of their shit on here sometime. Maybe this episode, actually. I think that would be appropriate. I'll close this out with a GT song. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I think this week I'm going to keep this episode short and sweet. Uh, I know in the last episode I mentioned that I had graduated from DUI class. And I went to go see my court referral officer, who is just somebody I pay to tell me I've been doing everything right, everything's up to date, I've been taking my drug test on time and stuff, and I'm almost done with that. But I found out when I went to him, I had one more class to take, and it was uh, this past Saturday, and boy, we're there, some awesome, awesome people in there I got to tell you about. I got to tell you about my new buddies. Um, And I've mentioned before that in these classes, these classes are much like court, in how I describe court, which there's always that couple of dudes that bond with each other, and it's always these white dudes that are gross, and they have like this... You know when you see somebody, and even if they just took a shower, no matter what they do, they could take a shower, but it looks like under their skin... like It's just dirt and grease under their skin, like car, like grease from a motor, like a car motor grease. like under the, It's part of their complexion. Like Their complexion is just worked on a fucking car no matter what they do, if they bathe or not. And they've always, like, their hands, like, they just fucking got done working on a goddamn carburetor. They got, like, grease on their cuticles and everything. And they're just always dirty looking. And they love exchanging jail stories. Like, they're very proud of it. Jail, like, jail stories with dirt bags are hilarious because it's like this niche dirt bag hobby, kind of like Magic the Gathering or... Uh, like with me wrestling and it's just it's funny because it's like they have like these little stories like man you know uh, I got me a warrant in St. Clair County because I got arrested at the Walmart there I was trying to parachute Kalanapin in the in the toy section and I passed out then I got one in Jefferson County I got arrested there I was doing air duster at Dollar General and I passed out there uh there I got one, and it's in uh, Mobile County. I'm not sure what the hell that's even for, man. What about you? What kind of arrest record do you got? And it's like a who can top who on who's the bigger shit bag and who's done the dumbest fucking shit ever. And in this class, we had the best guy like that. He was just like I described. He's just this jughead fucking idiot. Like he, he looked like if you turn like got a water balloon and filled it up with water like his face was shaped like that you, you you turn the balloon the water balloon hold it by the uh, bottom of it and let it hang that's like how his face looked just a water balloon face he's just like this hey man how's it going man you know yeah i got i who, what kind of who's your judge is it judge royce man man that dude's a prick man he's just try he's a, he's just trying to find a reason to put me in jail man he's always trying to find a reason to put me in jail you're like, yeah, why's that? It's like, well, hell, you know, I got arrested for fucking, 
I was carrying a bunch of Xanax on me, and I was selling them because I stole I raided my grandma's uh, medicine cabinet. I found them in a bunch of lower tabs and Norcos, and I was selling them. This motherfucker locked me up for a goddamn week for it, man. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> sounds like you. It sounds like you're an innocent guy. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry that your rights have been infringed upon. But yeah, this dude was in the class and. Part of the class we were going around, and the, the instructor was like, I want you to tell me what you were doing 12 hours before your arrest. Everybody goes around and tells their story. They come to me, and I'm like, I don't remember because I've been doing this for two years. You know, I don't even remember that far back. <laughs> Isn't it funny how much of my life you have taken up with this? <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's like I have dementia. It's, it's so good. <laughs> anyway, next, who's next? Who's got the, uh, where were you 12 hours ago? And it gets to this guy, and he's just like, I don't know, just messing around with a couple of girls. <laughs> you know how I do. Whew, I've never believed somebody more in my entire life. I'd love to see who this, these girls were he was fooling around with. Was, <laughs> hey, hey, I got a question. Was her name Pamela Henderson by chance? Was that one of them? <laughs> Get it? Because he was fucking jerking off. I think it's hilarious, though. Like, this dude fucking called... Okay, we got to break at this, too, because it was a... Uh, very long class, like six hours, so we got a 30-minute lunch break and two 15-minute breaks. First 15-minute break, the instructor uh, suggested to us it would be a good idea to, for us to go downstairs where there was this little uh, deli-slash-hero uh, place, and uh, you go where you say, a hero, a lamb hero, or, uh, you know, whatever, um, and... She suggested that'd be a good idea. That way, it would, then, then it would be ready for our next break, and we'd have food we could eat, come back up, and not have to starve. Uh, so we all got that idea that we were going to go do that. So we go place our order, blah, blah, blah. Oh, excuse me. That was me thinking about the, the dude that we throwing up. Sorry. Oh, Jesus. And so we do that, go back up, come back down for our lunch. Uh, we get down there, and this one lady that works in there, it's like two people work in this fucking place. So it's, you know, when it's high volume, it's a lot for them. I understand. I've, I work in the service industry. And she's like, oh, I haven't even started on it yet. Uh, that's fucking sucks. Uh, could you now? That would be great, because we only get 30 minutes. And this dude's like, uh-uh, fuck no, bitch. I want my fucking money back right goddamn now. He's like, I want my fucking money back, like screaming at this lady. And he was like, hold on, no, no, no. what did you order, man? He's like, all right, I'll put yours at the first of the list. And this is after he already got the fucking refund, and he's just like, oh, okay, I, I can wait five fucking minutes. Like, I don't know what the appeal is. with like the, These people in the back of their head, they're just like, you know what will make me look fucking cool? If I just... I mean, and this applies to them, like, with them telling the whole story, like, yeah, I was fucking around with some girls, and I go to jail all the time, and then, then he causes a scene in front of all of us. In the back of this guy's head, he's like, man, these people think it's real cool if I just show them that I'm a gigantic fuck-up train wreck. Like, people really think that's cool, I guess. I, I don't know. I've never understood that. Like, going to jail's not cool. It's fucking embarrassing, like, me talking about this, it took me a while to, like, get up the fucking balls and, like, backbone to fucking 
bring this up and talk about it publicly. It's it's it, and it's very cathartic. Uh, I like doing it now. Uh, it's you live and you learn. You know, it's, people make fucking mistakes, but I've learned from it, and I don't ever want to do that again but this guy like he's just like itching for the next time he goes so he can have a story to tell and uh i don't know it's i guess it's just not my thing it's jail sucks who the fuck wants to do that very weird i don't know i'm not a fan of it i mean yeah i guess, this this episode's gonna be short uh that about wraps it up there is one thing i want to mention before i sign off <laughs> i feel like i can say that and fucking really mean it with this studio it's very good uh, those of you that uh follow me follow the page on facebook have seen a picture of it i posted a picture of it and uh you've seen it there uh, i just want to say something real quick though uh i wear um glasses i have two pairs i have one i wear to work and i have some that i wear out uh the ones i wear out are uh i don't know how to describe them they're very big they're like aviator frames kind of and People, and it's mostly people I don't know. I don't think anybody I'm really good friends with actually has said this to me because uh, they're my friends and love me and would not dare. But people that don't know me, I guess, just think it's cool to tell me that I look like I fuck kids, like I'm a child molester in these glasses. And let me just say, uh, I don't know where you got the impression that me and you uh, have been BFFs for life and have such fond memories of busting each other's balls and stuff, but uh, that's not cool with me. Could you not do that? I don't know you, and yeah, I, I would just prefer you not to fucking shit all over me when we barely know each other. Just because you bummed a smoke off of me once and like it tried to run your tight fucking open mic material on me outside of a fucking show doesn't mean we're friends. It means I'm annoyed by you and wish you would fuck off. So when you do that shit to me, it makes me like you even less. That's another thing. Stop running your fucking jokes with people. Guys, like, stop doing that. Like, I understand you take a lunch with a, a fellow comedian or something, and you, you know, like, hey, what do you think about this bit? What, you got any notes on it or a tag you, you think would make it funnier? That happens all the time. That's completely normal. But don't catch comics or anybody outside of a show when they're smoking or something, and then run your fucking material on them. It's very rude, and just, I'm not, it's gotta stop. We gotta put a fucking end to this, okay? Well, that about does it for this week's episode. I'm coming back, baby. I'm coming with a vengeance, and I'm gonna have some guests on here in the studio now that's officially a fucking, in my opinion, professional studio. I uh, got me some fucking posters in here. I got the now defunct trailer trash hobbyist poster, the old banner for that show up on the wall framed. I got I got all kinds of cool shit. I got my video games in here. It's very fun and we're gonna we're gonna make the best of it. We're gonna have a lot of stuff coming forward to you. And uh yeah, they, I'm working on a bunch of stuff that I'm very excited for you guys to see. I'm, I feel more free than I have in years and it's very good. It's very good time in my life. I'm very happy and yeah, if you could, get on iTunes and rate and uh, review rate and review the show on iTunes. It helps put it on the map and makes people... I get more listeners. If you really like the show, that, that, that would mean a lot to me. I, one day, I'm thinking... I'm trying to cook something up to make it up to you guys if you do that. Like, maybe uh, get some t-shirts printed and maybe, you know, uh, give y'all a free t-shirt or something if y'all rate and review it and, and prove that you've done it, obviously. But uh, I'll, I'll try to make it work for you. But it would just mean the world to me if you get on iTunes and rate and review it. And subscribe. Subscribe on SoundCloud and on Stitcher and on 
iTunes, anywhere you listen to podcasts, this podcast is on it now, baby. I have covered all my bases. I am fucking nailing it, and yeah, I would just, I'd love it if y'all would fucking scratch my back a little bit and uh, help me out with that. That would be so fucking amazing. Uh, I got, I actually have some gas, gasp. <laughs> I have some guests coming in uh, in the future uh, I'm very excited about, uh, and Stay tuned and be yourself. Fucking let's work on being ourselves and fucking being more critical of each other in a helpful way to where we're not putting each other down, but we're giving each other constructive criticism to make ourselves better. Don't take your uh, criticism as a bad thing. Take criticism as how you should get better and work on yourself. So I hope that helps you guys. It helps me. It helped me get better. Um, so yeah, as promised, I'm going to play a song by GT. And they're, uh, they're the band that is opening for Ty Siegel at Saturn tomorrow. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. This song is called Growing Together, and it's from their Beats Misplaced album. I'll see you guys later. I love you.
fuck Paws and Ponce. Leave a bad Yelp review for Paws and Ponce Birmingham and blast them on Twitter at Paws and Ponce. Fuck all y'all. I'm out of this motherfucker.